Hello, and welcome to the Evie Prince series podcast. My name is Victoria Wright, inspirational writer and author of the Evie Prince series, a trilogy of books that tells the story of a 40-something woman named Evie Prince who experiences a life-altering spiritual awakening. Evie's awakening causes her to question her life and seek answers. As a result, she finds herself in a place that she never thought she would be, single, unemployed, and completely unsure of what to do next. This will not be your usual podcast. In each episode, I will read a chapter, then highlight key reminders that were included to help you, as they have helped me, on your journey of discovery and remembering what you know to be true, but have chosen to forget. To learn more about me in the series, please visit www.healingwords.online. Welcome back to Listen Within, a novel of discovery and finding true self, written and narrated by Victoria Wright. Copyright 2021 by Victoria Wright. Today's episode is Chapter 7, Purge. Why did I have so many pairs of shoes? I looked at all the boxes and noticed I didn't wear half of them. Then I started flipping through my clothes and quickly came to the same realization. I had way too many. I spent all of Saturday cleaning out. I went through my closet and removed more than half of my clothes, like the items that I thought I would wear or the result of a retail therapy session. The more I purged, the more I wanted to get rid of things. As I went through the house, I asked myself if I really needed this item or that item. If I had to think about it, then I did not need it. Now that I had remembered what made me happy, I focused on bringing that into my entire life, and purging allowed me to get rid of the old to bring in the new. Since things were opening up, I decided to have a garage sale on Sunday. By Saturday afternoon, I walked around the neighborhood and hung signs announcing the garage sale. I knew it was late notice, but I also knew that I would get visitors. I priced each item of clothing, no matter what style, new or used, at $5. Some items still had their tags on them, so people would know what a great deal they were getting. All shoes were priced at $2 a pair, and household items went for $1. I did have a few larger items, like a dresser and matching bedside tables, that were specially priced, but 99% of the items were $5 and under. By 7.30 on Sunday morning, I had my first customer, and then there was a steady stream of people throughout the morning. Everyone was doing what they were supposed to, wearing masks, keeping socially distant. All I heard was people saying, Really? This is only $5? Or $2? For real? For some reason, hearing that gave me real joy. Susan came out and walked around too. Evie, are you planning on moving? She speculated. Nope, just felt the need to clean out. You should try it. It feels really good, I revealed. She gave me a once-over. You look really different. 
Younger, what have you been doing? Oh, just creating the life that I want to live, I answered with a smile. You weren't living the life you wanted before, but you were so successful. I was successful, but I wasn't happy. I remembered what makes me happy, and I am sticking to it. Okay, she said, looking me up and down again, then walking away. I smiled, knowing that she did not understand. Normally, I would have felt the need to explain myself, but I knew what I was doing now, and it felt so good. By 11 a.m., just about everything was gone. There was only the dresser, the bedside tables, and a few clothing items left. A car pulled up, and I recognized the woman getting out of the car. It was the young lady who had taken my office chair. Hi again. Do you remember me? She asked. Yes, Trinity, isn't it? How are you? I asked. I remembered her because that had been the first time that I had learned about true intuition. You remember? I'm great. I had a funny feeling again that I needed to swing by here. Seems like I missed the party. There are a few items left, but yes, a majority of it is gone. Is the office chair working well for you? Yes, it is perfect, she beamed, then explained. I'm just getting back on my feet again after a bad relationship. I just got this new job, and I, I didn't have the extra cash to get a desk chair. So, you really helped me out a lot. She looked around, and I saw her eyes lock onto the dresser. Ooh, that is a beautiful dresser, she complimented. Thanks. They have matching bedside tables to go with it. Wow, do I dare ask how much? They are gorgeous. How much do you have? Um, she looked into her wallet. I have $30. Well, it's your lucky day. I'm only asking 15 for the set. What? Are you kidding me? She screamed. Nope, I'm not kidding, but you have to get a truck to take them away. I have a friend who has a truck. We can come back here in about an hour. Is that okay? That would be perfect, I told her. Trinity handed over the $15 with a smile. Then she grabbed me and gave me one of those wonderful hugs, big and warm, and whispered in my ear, You don't know how thankful I am for you. You are a beautiful light. That said, she let go, then ran to her car to call her friend. Trinity rolled down the window before driving off and said, we will be back in an hour. Thank you for everything. I waved. Okay. I grabbed the remaining items and started putting them into my car to bring them over to the donation center. As I was cleaning up, Susan came over again. I saw what you did, she said, and it was beautiful. I did what made me feel happy, I shrugged. I think I got more out of it than she did. Susan gave me a funny look, then looked around. Do you need any help cleaning up? No, but thank you for asking. As I cleaned, I could feel Susan looking at me. Evie, there is something really different about you. You exude happiness. Can you tell me how I can be that happy? 
she requested. Sure, listen to your heart. Huh? Listen to my heart? Yes, it will tell you everything you need to know. She gave me an unsure smile and mumbled. Thanks. Then she walked back to her house. Just as I was putting the last of the items in the car, a truck pulled up. Trinity and her friend were all smiles as they packed up the furniture. Before they left, Trinity gave me a beautiful hand-painted little vase. Thank you again, she told me. I made this, and I want you to have it. When you put flowers in it, I hope it reminds you of the beauty you bring to this world. As they drove off, I was so overwhelmed with joy that I cried happy tears. I went inside to place my new vase on the kitchen windowsill so I would always see it and remember the joy of that moment. Then, sitting at the kitchen table with a yogurt, I admired my new vase. It really was beautiful. In fact, I was so inspired by its beauty that I decided to paint. I felt like this should be a small painting that captured the feeling of the moment, the joy that both Trinity and I had felt, so I used blue, greens, and yellows. Painting this gave me as much joy as I had received when it had happened. I would not sell this one. This one was just for me. Afterward, I took a shower, then jumped into bed. I had recently started to journal as I wanted to remember all of the miraculous things that were happening to me. Tonight, as I wrote down the activities of the day, I heard the voice say, Write a letter to yourself. I stopped and thought about it. Then I began. Dearest Evie, I know that you struggle to know what to do. Your mind is strong and has gotten you far, but it is time to use your heart. Trust it. It will not lead you astray. Feel, feel, feel. You will have all that you desire. You know everything that you need to know. All you have to do is ask, and you will be answered. You are magnificent. You are powerful. You are everything, and everything is you. Trust that the heart knows best. Trust in yourself. After I finished, I realized I had not written this to myself. It was more like I had dictated what I had been hearing in my head. Who is my higher self? I wondered. Lately, I had been taking long walks to get exercise, but also to get inspiration for future paintings. This morning felt a bit different. I had the urge to call Hendrick, but I didn't know why. I dialed Hendrick's number, and it only rang a few times before he picked up. Good morning, Evie. Happy Monday, he answered. Good morning, Hendrick. So, what can I do for you? He wondered. Um, I, I don't know. I just had the urge to call you. Well, your timing is great. I heard back from Road Marketing and... Stop! What? Stop! I don't want to know, I told him. You don't want to know? He trailed off. I don't want to know if they want to give me a second interview. But 
Why? I have made my decision. I do not want to move forward with the process. I have decided to be a full-time artist. Oh, Evie, congratulations. I am so happy for you. You are taking the leap. I guess you can say I am. Honestly, I couldn't bring myself to willingly be unhappy again. I have found what makes me happy, and I trust in myself to make it work. There is that new Evie who I just love, Hendrick boasted. Well, I will give them a call today and let them know. Thank you, Hendrick. I really appreciate all the time that you have given to me, both professionally and spiritually. I'm sorry that I couldn't help you hit your numbers this month. Evie, I would much rather work with people to help them find their passion than just find them a job. You did me a favor, so I should be thanking you. Maybe when you go out on your own, you should be a passion hunter versus a headhunter, I suggested. Hmm, maybe. Evie, maybe. When we hung up, I felt so light. It was like a ton of bricks had just been removed from my shoulders. I sat there, thinking about what I had just done, and realized that I was an entrepreneur now. I needed to figure out how to build my artistic career. I decided to send Tatum an email, asking for her help. Tatum, I have decided to move forward as a full-time artist, and I'm looking for some guidance on how to set up and market my work. Hoping you'd be interested in helping me. Do you have time this week to meet? Let me know. Thank you. Evie. Within ten minutes, I received an email from her. Yippee! So excited for you! And of course, I would love to help you. Wednesday, same coffee shop. Can't wait to get to work. Now I needed to put my skills to the test. I knew marketing, and I knew sales but I had never had to market or sell myself like this before. What to do first? I grabbed a piece of paper and sat down at the kitchen table. Then I wrote at the top, Things to do to start a successful art business. Paint. Brand name. Logo. Website. Social media. Painting was ongoing, but what should my brand name be? Evie Painting Extraordinaire? <laughs> Maybe too much. I had to laugh to myself at that one. Then I remembered that I had a book about marketing oneself that I had gotten at one of those company retreats. I ran upstairs to flip through my bookshelf. I knew I had kept that book. As I pulled a stack off the bookshelf, the chakra book that Colby had given me fell out of the pile. Chakras and You, How to Understand the Energy Within. I opened the book and noticed that Colby had written something. Evie, understanding your chakras will serve you well. Energy gets blocked sometimes. This will help you understand your energy and how to keep it flowing. In peace, Colby. I started to flip through the pages. Seven chakras, root, red, cervix, orange, solar plexus, yellow, heart, green, throat, Blue, third eye, indigo, crown, purple. I skimmed through and landed on the crown chakra. 
I thought of Colby and how she embodied the characteristics of the crown. Knowledge, consciousness, spirituality. For the next two hours, I devoured the book. It kind of made sense. But how did I use it? How did I know if I was blocked? Still, so much to learn. Standing up, I stretched, then walked through the house. Now that I had gotten rid of so much stuff, the house seemed even larger than before. What am I doing? I asked myself out loud. Why am I here? I needed a fresh start. I needed a new environment. Right at that moment, I decided to sell my house. I didn't need all of this. I could get a nice townhouse somewhere and happily paint for the rest of my life. Plus, I should also make a substantial return on the house since everyone and their brother was moving from Texas to Colorado. The market was blowing up, so I might as well take advantage. Luckily, my house was in great shape, other than the paint-splattered walls of my studio. That should be an easy fix. I called the realtor who had sold me the house six years ago. He was a great guy who kept in touch over the years, so his tenacity paid off. Hi, Matt. This is Evie, I greeted. Hi, Evie. How are you doing? I'm wonderful, and I want to sell my house, I blurted. Uh, whoa, uh, okay, that's great. So how can I help you? Would you be willing to be my realtor? Of course I would. Thank you for thinking of me. Your timing is great. As you may know, it's a hot market in Colorado right now. Plus, you live in a great school district. How soon would you like me to come by so I can check out the house, take photos, etc., etc.? Anytime. I would like to sell as is. I don't want to have to do any work. Plus, the house is in great shape to begin with, I told him. Great. How about tomorrow at 10? That sounds perfect. See you tomorrow. Yes, looking forward to it, he said before hanging up. Wow. I couldn't believe that I just decided to sell my house. Now what did I do? Where would I go? I was definitely not one of those tiny house convert an old school bus into my home kind of person. I still needed a little space. I guess I could move farther out of town and find a small property somewhere. Then I heard, Go to where you learn to paint, as a warm energy came over me. Of course. I could go back to my grandparents' house. It would be full circle. Plus, I already owned it. Having a plan really kicked me into action. I walked around my house assessing what I wanted to take and what should stay. I didn't want to hire a moving truck, so I needed to scale down to what I could fit into a U-Haul. I sent texts to Colby, Hendricks, and Reva, telling them the news and asked Colby and Hendrick if they wanted to stop by and take any items that I would not be bringing with me. To some, this might seem really fast, but when it felt so good and right, things just fell into place. I decided I didn't really need any furniture, as the house on the island was fully furnished. After my grandfather had passed away, I had found out that he hadn't had a will, so everything had gone to the state. I hadn't wanted to lose the house as it was the only thing left in my family, so I had bought it. However, I hadn't had the time to clean it out, so I was sure there was plenty of furniture that I could use. 
I took inventory of what I would not be taking. If Colby or Hendrick didn't want it, I would offer it to be sold with the house. My phone rang. I picked it up and all I heard was, What? Hi, Hendrick. Wow, when you jump, you really jump, he exclaimed. Go big or go home, so I've decided to go home. I don't need all this stuff, and I don't need this huge house, so I'm selling. Where are you going? He asked. I'm moving back east. I don't know if I told you, but I own my grandparents' house on Martha's Vineyard. I'm going to be an island girl again. How wonderful. But I'm going to miss you, Evie. Don't worry. Headhunters, or passion hunters, need to vacation too, don't they? You are more than welcome to come and visit. Honestly, I hope you do, I said. Where did that come from? I have a funny feeling that this sale will not take long, so I wanted to invite you over to see if there was any furniture that you would like to have. I'm only bringing the bare minimum. Sure. How about later this week? Thursday work? He asked. Perfect. See you then. Not long after I spoke with Hendrick, Colby called. What is happening? What are you doing? She probed. I proceeded to give her the rundown of what had happened and where I was going. She was sad to see me leave, but incredibly happy that I was creating the life that I wanted to live. We planned for her to stop by late Thursday afternoon. Last but not least, Reva called. Damn, girl, you sound wonderful, and I know this move is going to be great for you. Congratulations. Thank you. I think so as well. Plus, we're going to be closer now. You can be one of those many New Yorkers who vacation on the island. She laughed. <laughs> Don't think I won't take you up on that offer. After this pandemic is done, I need to get out of this city. I gave her an account of my next steps and told her that I would let her know when I would hit the road. Before we hung up, she said, Evie, I am so proud of you. So that was it. Plans made and friends told. I would tell Tatum on Wednesday and, hopefully, have this house sold within a couple of weeks. Reminder, trust your heart. It will not lead you astray. You know everything that you need to know. All you have to do is ask, and you will be answered.